Relying on someone who doesn't know you or your situation to give you specific financial advice is just plain dumb. That's why everything said on this show is just helpful information. If you want specifics, give us a call. All opinions expressed here are ours. GenWealth Financial Advisors is a registered investment advisor with securities offered through LPL Financial. Member FINRA SIPC. It's back to school time in Arkansas, and it is week two of Back to the Basics on the Get Ready for the Future show. We're calling it simply Retirement 101. Last week, we laid a solid foundation for your retirement knowledge base. This week, we're tackling one of the biggest myths in all of retirement planning. Stay with us. This is the Get Ready for the Future show. And we welcome you in to another Saturday all across Arkansas for the next hour. You're locked into the Get Ready for the Future show from the Genwell Financial Advisors World Headquarters in beautiful Bryant, Arkansas. My name is Scott Inman. Thanks for being with us. Teresa Arago to my left, Good back morning. in the booth. Good morning. How are you? Doing well. How are you? Very good. Very good. We're chipper on this Saturday morning for a lot of reasons. John Shrewsbury to my right, Janet Walker to his right. The gang is all assembled once again for Retirement 101. And, and, and I said we're chipper. You know, there's an excitement in the air this time of year. And, and some of that is for back-to-school time, and that's probably for most parents. They're excited about their kids going back to, say, to school. I say, kids aren't excited about back-to-school at all. <laughs> no, mine actually mine are. Mine are, too. Yeah, and, and I, <laughs> no, and never I, mind. And I, think I never thing, was. I was always wanting summer to extend, you know? Well, you, you, you get locked into summer lifestyle. There's no question about that. But, you know, once you get past that and you think, think about my kids are getting to that point now, especially my daughters, they want to see their friends again, some yeah, of the friends they haven't yeah. seen. So they want to get that routine going again. And there's an excitement when the newness of a new school year, a new grade comes in. And then you lay on top of that that we've had some fall-like weather, early fall-like weather yeah. over the last couple of weeks. And, oh, by the way, Razorback football season is just around the corner. Practice is there. There's an excitement there, John, because – Every college football team is undefeated right now. <laughs> yes, Woo-pig. that is true. <laughs> we'll see where we are in a couple of months. How about that? That's right. No, I, I think you're right, Scott. There is a, an excitement, but uh, there's also a, a sort of a, a back to base. If you think about the fundamentals, as which is the basis of our of our series this month on uh, the Get Ready for the Future show, as these football players come back into the fall camp. Oftentimes, they are going through some of the most menial, basic drills. Mm -hmm. And it's not that they don't know the information. It's like, you know, they've been playing football for, I don't know, probably 10 or 12 years. Some of them anyway. And they know the basics of the game. But there is some mental muscle memory that has to be kind of re-stirred or rejuvenated a little bit as you get back in the groove. And I think that really is very much the same thing when you're thinking about uh, things that you need to do as far as your finances are concerned, especially in the area of retirement. Well, and you think about this too, John, with a new coaching staff and, and Chad Morris bringing in a, a totally different system than Brett Bielema operated under. There's even more of that going on now mm-hmm. than there was at this time a year ago because most of the players there operated under a different system just a year ago. They are learning the basics because it is a it is totally new to them. And I think that's right. where a lot of people, Janet, are – when they when they deal with retirement is they know that there's this concept out there that they want to retire someday they know they need to be investing they know they need to be saving but it's the system they haven't grasped yeah i i go back to the vince lombardi quote when he walked into the locker room for the green bay packers and he's holding a football in his hand and he said gentlemen this is a football. Now, these guys are playing pro ball. Right. By the way, it's the team that would go on to win the first two Super Bowls. I think they kind of already knew what a football was. But his point was, we're going to get back to the basics, the fundamentals, and we're going to start with the most basic, this is a football. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk about this is money. This is retirement. How do you understand those basic fundamentals that, you know, maybe you feel like you should know that already, but I bet those guys felt like they should have already known, hey, that's a football. But that team that he started with those basics on, that team went on, as I mentioned a moment ago, to win the first two Super Bowls. So it helps to get back to those fundamentals, Teresa. And sometimes having head knowledge doesn't mean you have application knowledge. That's right. A lot of people know we need to save. A lot of people know they need to be you know, contributing to their employer plans, things like that. But the how 
and then what to do once it's there. That's where people tend to get hung up in my experience. Scott, you mentioned the the coaching change in uh, Fayetteville and the fact that the players are walking into a brand new system. I heard one sports writer comment that the Bielema blubber was gone. And that was really not necessarily a jab at the coach, but it was a jab at how out of shape the right. players apparently were last year as opposed to this year. Because Bielema believed in, in the bigger the person, the better off you were because, you know, if you had this mass, you could just kind of push the people around. Right. Right. And, and Chad Morris is a speed guy. So it's a completely different game. And that's what we deal with a lot of times when people move from the idea of accumulating money during their retirement accumulation years, uh, during their work years, I guess I should say, and they get in that retirement red zone and they begin to think, okay, I've got to kind of make this money last the rest of my life. And they don't really understand the rules. They don't really understand the strategy behind retirement income planning versus retirement accumulation planning. So let's give a little outline. Here's what we're going to be talking about today when we talk about some of these fundamentals, or as we've been fond of calling it in the month of August, Retirement 101, back to the basics. We're going to tackle some basic things you hear out there that are floated around that maybe have crept into your mindset about retirement and kind of just break it down and say, well, is this really the way you should be thinking? So we're going to challenge that in a couple of areas, and one is the magic number, because I think this this is one of the places that we talk about uh, with our clients most frequently, because I don't know how many times it's happened to you, but Teresa, mm-hmm. I think several times people come in and say, simply, first thing out of the mouth, how much do I need to retire? Yes, a lot of people think there's this specific number they should be shooting for, and, and I understand the need for that, you know, emotionally, if you have a specific goal, it helps you, mm-hmm. but it really depends on a lot of different factors, so there's not any magic number, just like there's no magic pill for your fitness, you know, that you've got to look at your specific situation and make goals that fit that specific situation. Scott, when you think about that magic number, we I go back to the story that we tell oftentimes in workshops of the worst appointment Janet and I ever had was yeah. a lady mm-hmm. that had a million three hundred thousand dollars when she started her retirement. Now, you would think a million three hundred thousand dollars in the state of Arkansas would be pretty good for a retirement. You could probably there's a lot of people that have retired on less than a million three hundred thousand dollars. But the problem was was the circumstances yes. around her situation. There's a lot of uh, of things that that kind of came into play, and she ultimately, when she actually came to see us, the first time, the first time that she came to see us, seven years into her retirement, she'd gone from a million three to three hundred thousand dollars, and that just proves the point that it's not really about the the magic number. It is really about the strategy that you execute. And and really, it's about how you deal with generating income in retirement. That's the number that matters is your mm-hmm. monthly income. So if you have in your household, we've seen people who have two pensions and two Social Security checks. If you have that then your quote-unquote magic number of how many assets you need to have is not very high, frankly. It, it, it is all relative to the amount of income that you have coming into your household. So a couple other topics we're going to be diving into as the show rolls on today is your retirement age. A lot of people have a hard time figuring out, well, when do I want to retire? And today is not really an age, but sometimes people come in and say, today, that's when I want to retire. You have to add the word realistically. So how do you choose your retirement age? We'll talk a little bit about that. How life expectancy plays a big role in your retirement planning. Social security, boy, that's one of the overlooked things. We talk about it on this show a lot, but... Does your financial advisor, if you have one, talk about Social Security and its importance and how it plays into a retirement income plan? Inflation, that is the big risk that nobody really wants to address when it comes to how your assets should be allocated or invested in your retirement plan. And then healthcare needs. I recently had uh, an appointment that really, that was their main concern. They talked about uh their income and they'd kind of walk through that already in their mind, but their healthcare needs, how do you put a number on that and how do you assess what that's going to look like in retirement? So all those things we'll talk about in the next three segments, but it's time for a break. I feel like one of those game show hosts. And the answer is after this. We'll be back on the Get Ready for the Future show. Stay with us. Don't touch that dial. Straight talk about retirement, investments, and your money is right around the corner. The Get Ready for the Future show returns after this.
Life can be so busy, it's hard to even picture retirement. That's why you need somebody you can trust who will paint that picture and help turn dreams into reality. Plan, personalize, and protect your future with the team at GenWealth. Call 877-341-7355 to schedule an appointment. Now, back to the Get Ready for the Future show. Investments and economics move at the speed of light. And we've got the latest information you need to know to stay ahead of the game. From GenWealth Financial Advisors, it's the fastest four minutes in investing. We've talked before on the Fastest Four and on the Get Ready for the Future show about our partnership with LPL and more specifically, John, LPL Research. And, and, yep. and they have about a 60 to 70 person team that is always looking at the economy, always looking at the markets, and they aid us in building portfolios for our clients. And you had a chance to be face to face one on one with some of the key members of that team. Yeah, we uh, recently traveled to Boston, Massachusetts for the LPL Focus Conference and had a chance to sit with uh, Ryan Dietrich and John Lynch, uh, the the two guys that are at the helm of the research department. Of course, Burt White is the chief investment officer and probably one of the smartest people that he I is. know. But uh, his chief lieutenants are, are uh, uh, Ryan and John Lynch. And we talked a lot about where we are in terms of the markets and the economy and what have you. And the economy still you know doing really well we had that four percent gdp uh growth factor that we talked about a couple of weeks ago uh that's actually doing fairly well Uh, that four percent is probably not sustainable we may still see three percent but the the team at LPL really does feel very strongly that their prediction of a double-digit return on the S&P by the end of the year is is very valid. Now, it may not feel that way. In looking yeah. at a chart of the S&P 500, we started off the year fairly strong, and then at the end of January, we had a lot of volatility kick in, and we had a correction at the end of January, and we've had a lot of volatility since then. But what that volatility may be masking uh, to some some of our clients is the fact that that the S&P is actually ahead of where we started the year at. And so we are on track for that double digit return on the S&P 500 by the end of the year, as uh, John and Ryan have, have predicted at LPL Research. That chart, John, is the classic escalator that you've talked about before. There's going to be some dips before it goes back up. Along the way, it is rising. And the consensus is still that we are in the late stages of a bull market or the yes. economic cycle. In the uh, future, we will be going back over that cliff at some point. But in the near-term data that we talk about, when you mentioned GDP, we talk about the July employment report. Those fundamentals that keep coming back just keep suggesting that those projections are on track. That's true. And when you think about where we are in this late stage, one of the hallmarks of a late stage of the economic cycle is volatility. And you've got to be prepared for that. You've got to be ready for that. But you also cannot be myopic about that. Because if you get myopic about it, you just kind of get caught up emotionally in what the volatility is doing to your portfolio on a on a daily basis or a weekly basis yeah. and not stepping back and looking at okay this is where I was and this is where I've been I had a uh, had a client in not too long ago Scott and we had invested some money for her like 12 years ago and she just uh, and and if you think about what happened 12 years ago, that was when we went through the big uh, Great Recession. And she said, I just stopped opening the statements. I didn't even look at it. I hadn't looked at it so, until I came in to see you. And, and so we began to calculate what she had put in and what her account balance is now. And it actually had doubled over that period of time. Mm-hmm. And so despite that great volatility that we had and her just kind of closing her eyes and going, okay, I'm mm-hmm. not going to look anymore, she actually did very well. Now, obviously, her situation is different than everybody else's and past performance is not indicative of future results necessarily. But I think it does bode well when you think about the volatility that we're probably going to see going forward that you might just go ahead and say, I'm going to hang on because I know the economics underlying this are actually pretty good. So don't let those all-time highs on the market scare you. But it might be time for a portfolio review, and we can certainly do that uh, for you here at GenWealth. Just reach out at 501 653 Back in a moment. Have a financial question? Want answers? Email info at getreadyforthefuture.com with your name, your location, and your question. And we'll answer your question on the air. 
This ain't your mama's financial advice. Turn it up, because we're back with the Get Ready for the Future show. You've been listening to us this week or even the past month or longer, and you've heard something you enjoyed on the Get Ready for the Future show. I want to give you some consideration here. Think about attending our next Gen Wealth Academy workshop. There's even more uh, that goes on there with as far as education. You can have the opportunity to ask questions. That's kind of hard to do uh, on a radio program. So the next two opportunities for you to attend a workshop are coming up in Little Rock and Conway, both in September. So I want you to go ahead and go to GetReadyForTheFuture.com forward slash events. That's the place to find out how to register. You do it there. It is free. There's no cost to you. And in fact, there's going to be dinner provided at both of these workshops. If you've never attended a Gen Wealth Academy workshop, I want to encourage you to make September the time. If you've heard some Retirement 101 basics here, maybe you're just getting started. Maybe you're in that retirement red zone that we talk about five to ten years out. You've been accumulating uh, funds through your work life, and now you're trying to figure out how in the world am I going to distribute this as income to myself over time. The next couple of workshops are going to be great opportunities to do that. September 11th at 6.30, that's at the Crown Plaza in Little Rock, and September 18th at 6.30 at Mike's Place, great restaurant in Conway. And again, sign up, getreadyforthefuture.com forward slash events. Great opportunity there to learn about retirement risks, John. Absolutely. And and I think that as you think about the ways that, that we learn things, oftentimes you learn things audibly through you know programs like the radio, but actually coming and seeing it and, and actually being able to engage in a conversation, as you mentioned earlier, Scott, I think helps people to really grow their knowledge base in retirement. And so we've done Gen Wealth Academy workshops for years. We've never charged a fee for any of those workshops because, Janet, we have a commitment commitment to the fact that education is necessary for you to be a successful retiree. I would absolutely agree with that. We believe that people fear what they don't understand, and that's why a lot of people are scared about retirement. They're scared they're going to make the wrong choice because they don't understand what all their choices are and what they need to make a wise, informed decision. And so we would just encourage you, whether it's whether it's Retirement 101 coming up in September on the 11th in Little Rock or on the 18th in Conway, we we would encourage you to, frankly, make a habit of joining us at the workshops and add to your financial education. So, Scott, let's let's begin to educate people a little bit about this whole subject that we talked about a little bit earlier, and that is the magic number in retirement, because it seems like everybody wants to know what the magic number is. Mm-hmm. And I think that there is some some major dangers in in thinking that way. Because if you are trying to get to retirement and maybe you've not been as diligent as you need to be, if somebody throws a magic number at you and that number appears to be unattainable on your part, then what do you do? Mm-hmm. You, you, that That's a major discouragement, I think, sometimes that people – uh, run into and maybe they just give up because they, they don't think they can get there. Yeah, I know there's a, a highly motivational factor when it comes to football, but do you think Chad Morris is going in there saying we're going to go undefeated this year? I mean, realistically in front of them, maybe he has to really tell the guys game by game, we're going to go in with the expectation that we're going to play well enough to win. But if you throw that goal up there, we're going to win the national championship and I'm not really going to tell you how to do it. Yep, that can really be yeah. that can be a discouragement more than a motivation or motivational uh, aspect of things. So I think you're right. Well, I think he he's going in there saying, "Let's see what happens." Uh, yeah. Stranger things have happened. People yeah. have been surprised by by things, and and he's tapping into this this uh, underdog kind of thing. Of people really don't know what's going on up there, and they don't really understand the kind of talent that's that's there. And mm-hmm. I think that there's a big deal about that. So if you think back to to Houston Nuts first uh, season at Arkansas. He took some guys that that Danny Ford had and they were okay. They weren't all that great. They were okay. And they were like one play away from playing for the national championship. Mm-hmm. And and I think that's the motivation that, that he's using for the team. And that's got to be the motivation that you have as you think about retirement is let's see what happens. Let's see where we are. Because that magic number is not something that, that everybody has got to attain in order to have a good, comfortable income. 
I think it's important to take a minute and go back to your football analogies here. You have one coach with the same players that got, eh, you know, mediocre results. Another coach with the same players that got really pretty darn good results. I think that most people have far greater potential in Mm -hmm. their financial situation than what they realize, and the difference is in having the right coach, Teresa. It's about focus. Yeah. If you know what the goal is, the how tends to work itself out, but you've got to know the why and what you're aiming for, and that's where your financial advisor can really help you is with focus. And so when it goes back to this magic number thing, don't focus on the big picture magic number. Focus on what you need on a monthly basis to pay your bills and to mm-hmm. have maybe some extra leftover to do the things that you want to do. Uh, that is the approach that we take at GenWealth. And that may be a large amount of money in your 401k plan. It may not be, uh, again, dependent upon your, your circumstances and your situation. But oftentimes that is something that people don't do is, is focus on, on the actual income number. And oftentimes they also have a lot of different accounts out there and don't really realize how much they actually have mm-hmm. until they begin to pull all that together. Well, I think it's important here to draw a clear distinction between what we're talking about as a magic number and what we do here at GenWealth with the planning process, because we're going to find a number. Mm-hmm. When, when we do our planning and a retirement income plan is built, you're going to have an asset number that comes out of that. Yes. But it's not done the same way as maybe most people have have acquired that because it's easy now. You can go online. You can find something that's some kind of calculator that says if you get this rate of return over time and your savings rate is X, that you'll have this much money. But what are you going to do with that? That's how are say, you going to distribute They're all focused it? on an asset number. That's how right. much you're going to have to right. invest when you're ready to retire. What it doesn't focus on is how much income you need. And how you're going to make that income happen. Exactly. Because, I mean, you know, one thing we're passionate about is guaranteed expenses should be paid with guaranteed income sources. You want to make sure your bills are going to be paid. I like the fact that my check comes regularly. I want it to continue <laughs> in right. retirement. So that's, right. that's something that's a little different about us is the focus on the income. But John and Janet also... I think it's important to point out that that number in those calculators are they they arrive at here's your magic number and they're going to base your income on some withdrawal plan, right? It's going to be yeah. some random percentage or maybe not random, but maybe it's the 4% rule that we've talked about before that if you have your portfolio uh, allocated to a 60% equity, 40% fixed income allocation and draw 4% out all of your life then you'll be okay because the rate of return will outpace that withdrawal over time. But that works until it doesn't. Right. Well, Janet, I just counted like, I don't know, maybe three or four rules of dumb in what Scott just said. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. worked really hard on that. I, I know you did. So, so let's kind of unpack this for just a second. First of all, you know, the cynics would say, and, and I would tend to agree to some degree on this, that this whole idea of having this massive amount of money at retirement has been something that's been kind of trumped up by the investment industry right. uh, to cause people to put more and more money in their investments and what have you. I think there may be some legitimacy to that, but you got to have some money to retire. Sure. Let's just be very clear. It mm-hmm. doesn't just magically happen. But when you start beginning to take into account all of the various factors, like when are you going to claim Social Security? What manner in which you're going to claim Social Security? Do you have a pension available? And what manner are you going to claim that pension? Because you could claim a pension for a life-only amount, and that's a lot higher than, let's say, a 100% joint survivor amount. Right. And so all of those factors come into play to get to that point where you have to fill some gaps. And that's where your accumulated retirement assets come into play as well. But also, you've got to think about inflation and and how that's accounted for in your retirement. You know, you talked about the the gaps after people have their pension and Social Security numbers, you know, above and beyond that, how much more do they need to meet their expenses? But one of the things that we find on a consistent basis is that people don't really know what their expenses are. Mm -hmm. So I, I I was raised in a time where 
everything you bought, you bought with a check. And you put that, you know, you put that in the register, you kept track of it. And if you didn't, your parents beat the fool out of you, you know, that kind of thing. I mean, go ahead. First of all, let's let's stop for just a second. How old school does that sound? It does. It does. I did it too. I'm I'm the younger one in the room, not by far, I'm sure. But I used a register all through college. But I'll say at this point, I use my computer. So I'm not tracking it day to day like I used to. Well, yeah. And I think that makes a tremendous difference Mm -hmm. that people swipe that card, even if it's a debit debit card not Mm -hmm. now i'm not even talking about the credit card mess right now but even if it's a debit card you swipe the card you buy the groceries you swipe the card you buy whatever it is and then you see the end result later when you happen to look at banking information online Mm -hmm. and and i grew up in a household where i was taught to keep a cushion in the register like it was at the back of the register there was an extra thousand dollars in the account that i didn't even see in the register so when it looked like i had a hundred bucks i had eleven hundred bucks in there that was always there that was something my dad taught me to do but people now don't know if they have eleven bucks or eleven thousand bucks in their Mm -hmm. checking account and so they they also don't know here's the key on this they don't know how much they're spending each month if you're not in the habit of looking at that on a regular basis then you have no idea what your cash flow is and can't plan for your retirement income and here's the proof of that sit down with someone who's about ready to retire and say so how much income do you need silence and and listen for the crickets because you'll hear them uh they they just don't have a point of reference most people don't budget most people don't know what their expenses are they just live and and that is an awareness that you've got to come to grips with uh as you head into retirement and that is not necessarily get on a strict budget and all and that's not the point the point is track it track it figure out how much income you need and then figure out where you're going to get that income because there are a lot of sources out there. So don't fall into these rules of dumb, like a 4% rule is going to magically get you through retirement if your assets are allocated a certain way. Start to break it down piece by piece. That's what we do here at GenWealth is we start with those income discussions like you just heard on the show here right now. If you'd like to hear a little bit more and have your own meeting with a, with a GenWealth financial advisor, the first step to do that is is to call this number, 501-653-7355. If you want to write it down, I'll say it again, 501-653-7355. You can call today and leave a voicemail because it's Saturday, or you can wait till first thing Monday morning and call. You'll hear from Anna Olive, and she'll match you with a GenWealth Financial Advisor near you and one that can work with you. We'll continue talking about our Retirement 101 Basics. We're going to get into retirement age and how that is a major piece to your retirement income plan as well. The Get Ready for the Future show continues right after this. Stick around. More straight talk about retirement, investments, and your money right after this. We've got Gen Wealth Academy workshops happening in your area. To find out more, visit our website at www.getreadyforthefuture.com slash events. Now, back to the Get Ready for the Future show. Diving into foundations of retirement and taking a closer look into how you can make a difference in your retirement. Retirement 101 workshops right around the corner in September. It's September 11th at 6.30 at the Crown Plaza and September 18th at 6.30 at Mike's Place in Conway. So a chance in Little Rock, if you're near Little Rock or if you're in the Conway area, go to getreadyforthefuture.com forward slash events and find out how you can register for free to attend that Gen Wealth Academy workshop. We're talking Retirement 101 in the month of August, back to school time, back to the basics as football teams learn the foundations to lead them through the season. We spent an awful lot of time last segment talking about the magic number and, and how you should avoid looking at just this random number of how much you need to retire and all the pieces of the puzzle that need to fit into place first. An income plan is what you get when you sit down with a GenWealth financial advisor. We talked about how that income plan is is set up from the start, and that's by looking at your expenses that you have in retirement. What is your required income need? But you know, another piece of this puzzle too, and greatly affects how long you'll be able to provide yourself with income compared to how much your asset level is or how where your asset level is, is your retirement age. And 
Obviously, we know, let's all say it together at once, what's the most common age people want to retire? 65. 65. 65, exactly. And that's usually paired with the fact that that's when they can get Medicare, right? right. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have much to do with Social Security, which we're going to talk about later, by the way, too. But the retirement age is something that really needs a serious evaluation. Let's let's talk about uh, here. Here is exactly the age that you need to retire, and that is when you're ready. That's yeah, right. yeah, that's right. You know, and not before, not after, not before, mm-hmm. not after. There is no need to work a day longer than that's you right. need to, and there's absolutely no sense in trying to retire a day before you're ready. You're absolutely right. Let me uh, share a little statistic here from a survey. Um, There's a a discrepancy between when people actually retire and when they think they're going to retire. So this is from the uh, Retirement Confidence Survey from the Employee Benefit Research Institute. The survey shows that while 38% of today's workers expect to retire at 70 or older, which, holy cow, that's a long time, Only 4% are actually left in the workforce at that point. So 38% are expecting to work that long. Only 4% are actually still there. What happens, and we've talked about this time and time again over the years, sometimes you retire outside of your own control. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's a health issue. Sometimes there's layoffs, etc., Whatever the situation is, you know, sometimes, frankly, the 68-year-old makes way more than a 22-year-old that they could hire out of college, and things happen. Mm-hmm. And that is just the reality of how the world goes round. So you need to be prepared to retire on your own terms. Then beyond that, if you want to keep working and have the ability and the opportunity to do so, that's great. We talk about work retirement. You know, when when work is optional, but you want to continue doing so in some capacity, that's fabulous. But be sure that you're in control of your own destiny on this. I'm guessing that my stint in the Cub Scouts when I was in the first grade back in El Dorado uh, got me in this mindset. But I, I think you just always have to be prepared. Yeah. I think you, you – and and hence the, the name of this show and the name of our website and the slogan that we've used ever since we've been around here at GenWealth, and that is get ready for the future. Now, that sounds really kind of, you know, pie in the sky and, oh, well, it's going to be a great future and everything. You don't know what the future holds, and you That's need right. to be prepared. Oftentimes, people have to retire way before they know what's – you know, that they're, they're planning on because something out of the blue happens from a health standpoint to – them or their spouse or whatever the case may be. And that is a major factor in terms of trying to to figure out what's going on from a retirement standpoint. That's why we talk to people about starting young as far as their investment program is concerned. Absolutely. It is never too early to get started. We've had teenagers come in and get started on their retirement because they had an income coming in at that point. My niece is one of those people. You know, she got to watch me get registered and take all my tests and all these things. And I I ranted and I raved about starting earlier, how I wish I had started earlier if I'd have known all of this stuff that I know now. Right. And so she came to me at 18 and said, all right, I've saved up some money. What do I need to do now? And so she's putting a little bit in. I ran the numbers. It was kind of depressing to myself to see how <laughs> much further ahead she'll be. Yes. But I will say that's part don't of why. Don't hate, Teresa. Don't hate. <laughs> I, I don't hate. I love her and I'm so proud of her. But I will say that this is why I'm really excited about the workshops we're doing this month specifically. Because there's a, sometimes there's those people who are kind of my age that say, retirement's forever away. I, yeah. th- that's not a focus for me. But this particular set of workshops is for my group. It's for people who want to know what to do to be ready for the future. That's right. I think a lot of times when we talk about a written retirement plan, we may hear that people think that we're talking about people who are on the cusp of retirement. Mm-hmm. But a written plan can be done in your 20s. Yes. There's no question about that. And to know where you're going gives you the way to get there. Well, I want to go back to one thing you, too, you said. I think it was you, Janet, that you mentioned work retirement. Yes. And that's a, that's a word we've kind of become fond of saying, too. I'm not sure if we made it up or somebody else did. But it's a really it, 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 it highlights the importance of this written plan as you get older in years, too, because you talk about how people tend to retire earlier than they maybe intend to. I think of the appointment I had a few months ago with a couple and in the husband of that couple 
was ready to get out of a job he'd been at it for 35 years. And it was, yeah. it was just, and he had already decided. I mean, he, you talk it's about done. a retirement yeah. date, he had it. I'm out of here. I can't do this anymore. But his asset level and his income plan was not going to fit that he could totally walk away and not work at all. Right. So maybe he didn't want work retirement, but he was understanding that he was going to need to do something. Sure. So when you look at putting all the pieces uh, to this retirement income puzzle together and building a retirement income plan, it can include part-time income to realize, because that's basically what he wanted to know from us was how much do I have to make for the income plan to work and to be able to avoid spending too much of my assets early on. You know, that is really not as uncommon, or how can I say that? That it's more It's common. more common than what you would think to have that type of conversation with clients. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm thinking of a, of a gentleman right now that uh, he's the only one in the home who is, the, the wife has a part-time job, but she has said she'll do that just because she loves it. So we don't even really count that. But he has really the only uh, significant income in the household, and his company does something that will cease to exist in the future. And it's something that they know that. It's phasing out. We've seen the income decreasing over the years, and it's okay for now. But when he gets to the end of that job, it will not be the end of his working career. So it will be one of those work retirement situations. We see it time and time again. Scott, I had a client, uh, a couple come in uh, the other day. They've been clients for a long time, and all of a sudden he has this health issue that has really reared its head. And, and uh, he said, you know, at the end of the year, i got to go. I, I, that's mm-hmm. that's just all there is to it. It doesn't make any sense for me to continue on. And, you know, this couple has not just massive amounts of money. They they have saved and, and, and been diligent. But we sat down and began to, to enumerate exactly where they are and even looked ahead because wife is healthy and she's going to continue to work until her full retirement age of social security. And so we ran all these numbers and for not a lot of money, they're going to be okay Mm -hmm. uh, because they have social security, have a pension, they have teacher retirement because she was involved in the, in the school districts and what have you. And, And so there is, it goes back to that magic number thing. They didn't have a magic number. We assembled an income plan for them. But we also talked about life expectancy. We talked about the fact that he ought to go ahead and take his Social Security at 62. Because, obviously, if he has all these health concerns, that may be portending a shorter life expectancy. And that makes sense to claim Social Security early in that circumstance. And on the I'm sorry. And on the flip side, I was going to say with that life expectancy, if you considered the combination of retirement age and life expectancy, if you're wanting to retire earlier, Mm -hmm. you're going to need more assets if you have a longer life expectancy. Mm -hmm. So you have to, it's so much of a puzzle that has to be put together. I couldn't imagine doing it without some help. Well, listen to this. According to the, to AARP today in the United States, people 100 and over represent the second fastest growing age group. Those over 85 are the fastest growing segment of the population. So when you think about life expectancy, and there are always uh, circumstances that may affect you one way or the other on that, but generally our overall population is living longer. So when you talk about retirement ages, setting that retirement age, as Teresa mentioned, earlier than age 65 or just earlier in general, that's a long, long time. Yeah, it puts a lot of stress on the, on the money that you have, and it, it really does uh, dictate that you have a plan, that you sit down and work through this puzzle with someone that, that understands the dynamics of retirement income planning. You mentioned something that I, I just thought about this. If let's say uh, over 100 is the second fastest growing age group, so let's say that you live to 100, do you realize that if you retire at 70, you still have to have a 30-year retirement. Yeah. Now, how many of us have sat with a client who came in and we've put together a 30-year retirement program and they laugh at us, like, I'm yeah. not going to live that long. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Check out the statistics. You might not, but your buddy might. Mm-hmm. And we have to kind ahead. of help them uh, kind of rethink that because a lot of people, I don't think, realize how long that retirement can be. And so having a plan that fits longer than you're likely to live is a really smart plan. And a component to that plan, guys, is a lot of people as they get closer and encroach upon their retirement date are going to maybe start investing more conservatively Mm -hmm. with their entire portfolio because they are not wanting to lose their assets, right? And that makes sense in our mind. But when you talk about planning for a potential 30-year retirement, 
that's where that planning and the income for life model really comes into play. Yeah, it does. And and when you think about the fact that that most people have not ever sat down and figured yeah. out what their retirement strategy is going to be, then that really does give you a lot of pause. A lot of people just think, well, I built up the money and so I'll just take money out and hope it lasts. And hope is not a strategy. No. I think it's important to come in, sit down with an advisor, take the time to get a written plan together and determine if you're on track or not, and then go from there. Your retirement age, life expectancy, your investment strategy, all a part of the retirement income plans that we build every day here at Genwell Financial Advisors. Offices in Little Rock, Bryant, Hot Springs, El Dorado, Shreveport, Bossier City. There is an advisor near you if you're hearing my voice today on the Get Ready for the Future show. And you can get in contact with a Gen Wealth advisor by dialing this number, 501-653-7355. Again, it's 501-653-7355 to begin the first step of building your retirement income plan. We're going to talk about Social Security when the Get Ready for the Future show continues. The road to financial independence isn't easy, but it starts here. Back with more financial wisdom from the Gen Wealth team after the break. You're listening to the Get Ready for the Future show. More straight talk about retirement, investments, and your money coming at you. We're back with the Get Ready for the Future show. I want to invite you to follow us on social media at GenWealthFA is our Twitter handle and you can search for GenWealth Financial Advisors on Facebook, like our page and find out more about upcoming workshops and also other educational resources there, financially speaking, as we talk Retirement 101 through the month of August, back to the basics, back to school time, back to the football practice field, and back to the basics of retirement, the foundations of your retirement. And we're kind of dispelling the myth of that magic number today. Maybe you've been online and you've put in your numbers, how, how much you've saved so far, how much you're saving currently, and here's where you're going to be, and is it going to be enough based on some random magic number that appears on that website? And it doesn't take into consideration some of the things we've been talking about today. Your required income need. When are you going to retire? Your life expectancy, an analysis of that. And as we talk about Social Security, that's an overlooked thing, a hugely overlooked piece of the puzzle when it comes to most financial advisors. I I can't tell you, I've sat with several people who have never really talked with their previous advisor about Social Security. And that is so vital when it comes to planning for your retirement, particularly from an income perspective. The Social Security Administration is not going to give you financial advice. They're not going to give you claiming strategy advice. As a matter of fact, their handbook prohibits them from doing that. When you walk into the Social Security office, here's what you're going to get. You qualify for this benefit today. Right. And that's what they're going to tell you. And they may, you may ask a question and they will give you an answer. But if you don't know the right question to ask, then you're probably not going to get the right answer. Keep in mind, again, there are 86 different claiming strategies for Social Security. Everybody's situation is different. So your age difference between spouses, whether you've been married and are currently divorced or widowed, whatever the case is, all of those things factor in. But just as an example, there's a couple that they're still working and they came in recently and we had done their Social Security analysis years ago and they're beginning to use that strategy now. We sent them to the Social Security Administration. They only spent 20 minutes there and when they came out now they will have over $500 of additional money per month while they're still working that they would not have had had they not done that social security analysis now it's not going to happen for everybody again everybody's situation is different but it is important to know how you can take advantage of the strategies that are available to you. And when you consider the impact of that income on your retirement needs. Yes. I looked up my retirement income. I, I pulled my social security report just to look at it. It's less than half of what I make currently. So if I'm not if I'm not aware of that and I'm yes. not planning for that, I am setting myself up to possibly fail in retirement. Well, when you think about our strategy of uh, the analogy that we use on uh, building a retirement income plan and the analogy of a house, 
Social Security is part of that foundation. It could be the mortar that keeps all the bricks together, or it could be the bricks that keep all the mortar, you know, mm-hmm. that are held together by the mortar. But anyway, the, the idea is, is that it is very foundational to your retirement income plan. It is incredibly valuable from a dollars standpoint. Yeah. When you think about how much money it would take to invest and generate the amount of money you and your spouse would get from Social Security, it's a massive amount of money. Mm-hmm. And so all these things where people, you know, poo-poo Social Security and say, well, you know, it's not going to be there and it's not going to amount to much and all of that type of thing. Well, pull bull. It's just you are not thinking clearly about what this valuable resource is. Now, yes, there are some, you know, financial issues with Social Security. But as we've said on this show before, the politicians want to be sure they get your vote and they're not going to get your vote if they kill Social Security. No politician wants to be hung with that mantle. They just don't. Mm -hmm. And so they will inevitably do the right thing as far as Social Security is concerned. You've got to appreciate the value of Social Security and understand the dynamic nature of this benefit if you're going to get retirement planning right. Not just a single politician, but a political party. That's the way I look at it. Can you imagine being labeled with the party? Party that oh. ruined Social Security. Oh I my mean, goodness! That, that's yeah. never going to happen. But it may look differently different than it does today. There's no mm-hmm. question about it. But they can act, do many things. We've talked about them before to keep Social Security going. But how Social Security and your benefit plays a role in your retirement income plan is a component to those plans that are built here at GenWealth. So we talked last segment a little bit about as people encroach upon retirement, they tend to pull back the reins on risk with their investments. They want to be a little more conservative because they don't want to lose what they've spent a lifetime building. That's totally understandable from an emotional standpoint for sure. But when you talk about this next thing that we're going to talk about and building a retirement income plan that lasts through possibly three decades, how you're invested plays a key role in keeping your income stream consistent and adjusting it, John, for inflation. Absolutely. Inflation is one of those things that you've got to deal with. You know prices are going to to rise. And I, I agree, Scott, that there does need to be some risk mitigation as far as what you're doing investment-wise is concerned uh, as you head toward retirement. But I'm going to I'm going to borrow a an analogy from a, a forthcoming song of Kenny Chesney's. I, I listened to this song the other forthcoming. day. Forthcoming? You know yes. it before yes. it's recorded? Or well, like, you know no, it's, it's on his album. Oh, it's, okay. it's actually going to be a single very soon. Yeah. I saw a tweet from him that said, that I'm going to put this out as a single because it's a great song. But the essence of that song is, is that, you know, security is not found in calming the waves. Mm-hmm. Security is found in building a better boat. Mm-hmm. And, and I think you've got to understand that, that, the markets are going to be up and down regardless. And we're headed for a time, Janet, where that volatility is going to be there, yeah. both in the stock market and the bond market, it just be. because of the, the confluence of circumstances going on economically right now. It, it will be. And as you think about, you know, inflation has always been a factor, but I think interest rates rising will have a significant impact on that as well. So if you even did things like refinancing your home, well, you're going to be refinancing it at a higher rate. So what does that do to you as far as your cash flow is concerned, when you begin to look at inflation, it is the silent killer to your retirement funds. It is something many people don't think about and don't plan for. It has to be factored into your retirement income plan. And this is something that we very intentionally, on paper, on purpose, plan for for our retirees. So back to that analogy I was saying, if you think about the fact that the thing that you use to overcome inflation is an equity portfolio portfolio, real estate, things that have historically outperformed inflation, then you still have to have that risk factor in there. But what you've got to do, Teresa, is you've got to build that better boat. And that's the Mm -hmm. strategy in which how you use those assets. It's a combination of balance and purpose. You have to take the assets you need now and yeah, protect those. The ones you're going to need right away for income when you're retiring, protect those a little more carefully, but you can't let all of your assets just sit. You've got to have some of those growing still to be able to, A, give you the time that you need for that longevity and to cover those inflation adjustments. Because the reality is Social Security, yeah, it steps up, but so does the cost of Medicare Part B. Despite what people think, a financial advisor cannot control the market. (laughs) 
Right. And just like there's no magic number, there's no magic mutual fund or stock that's that's never going to go down. So we cannot control the share prices of your portfolio. What we can control is how we plan to distribute the income. And let me just throw this out there. If somebody tells you that they have some magic formula for avoiding all of the downside of a market or whatever, or they're better than somebody else, then run. Mm -hmm. It is not practical to think that anybody has that power over the financial markets they certainly don't and they don't have they haven't figured this out there is no perfect investment building that better boat i like that i'm gonna we're gonna use that i can tell you that yeah it's more like needing the barge instead of the uh, speedboat when you're in retirement you got to be able to do more than just go fast that's right we build retirement income plans every day here at gen wealth and to get an appointment with a Gen Wealth Advisor. Again, that number is 501-653-7355. You can also email us, info at getreadyforthefuture.com. Reach out to us and sit down with us and talk about your retirement plans and take that first step in building your retirement income plan. Got a couple of minutes left. I want to talk about health care because as you start talking about an income plan, that's kind of that variable that that is out there that people just don't know. I, I sat with a couple that uh, is hoping to retire before 65. So obviously their main concern is, is we got to get to Medicare age, right? We've got to go out into the marketplace once we leave our jobs mm-hmm. and no longer have a group plan and have to pay for health insurance coverage. That's one component of health care. But then there's the out-of-pocket cost that you could incur too. According to a 2017 Fidelity report, the average couple retiring at age 65 will need $275,000 to cover their medical expenses through retirement. That has to be addressed in your retirement income plan. Yeah, the the um, the other side of that that statistic is a large part of that two hundred seventy five thousand dollars occurs in the last couple three years of life. Yeah, uh, because that's just typically where people spend the most money trying to care for themselves or or to extend life or whatever the case may be. But that is a real number. And so you've got to think about that, not necessarily that you have to have that number set aside, you know, in addition to your income, but you may be lessening the amount of money that the next generation can get because you have to consume some of those dollars for health care. Absolutely. We have uh, a lot of strategies we can use to help with that, um, you know, long-term care options for you, but it is a real risk for a lot of people. And if you're not considering it and planning for it, that's when you get into trouble. So as we wrap up our show, again, talking about Retirement 101, don't buy into that myth of that magic number. Build a retirement income plan that is unique to you, that takes into consideration retirement dates, longevity. How long are your assets going to need to provide income to you? The right social security claiming strategy, uh, an income plan that allows for health care and accounts for inflation. 501-653-7355 is the number to call to sit down with a GenWealth Financial Advisor. Cost you nothing in that first complimentary appointment. Next week, tips to help you retire early. If you want to retire early, join us next week. That's all we have for this week's Get Ready for the Future show. Have a great week. The GenWealth Financial Team is available to you 24-7 at info at getreadyforthefuture.com or call our offices at 844-869-PLAN. The Get Ready for the Future show is a production of GenWealth Financial Advisors and opinions expressed are not those of this radio station and are for general information only. You should personally consult a financial advisor before making any investment and no strategy can assure success. GenWealth Financial Advisors is an Arkansas registered investment advisor with securities offered through LPL Financial. Member FINRA SIP. Thank you.